listening to the Lanch J Radio Network. Public service announcement. This is a very important message that I have to get out to the masses, whether you're listening on WOL in Washington, D.C., or WVOL in Nashville, or any of our affiliates across the country and, and even globally. I think we were an affiliate in Japan somewhere. You are not a financial genius. Let me repeat that. You are not a financial genius. Stop sending me DMs about are you going to discuss my Forex trades on the show. I don't want to hear about your Bitcoin portfolio. You can't even afford to buy a Bitcoin. Like you put you put $1,200 into Bitcoin. And when it went up, you made $76. And now I have to hear you and see you on your social media blather and pontificate about how you're some type of financial genius. Please stop. Now the reason that I'm that I'm that I'm starting to show with with that, I'm reading an article on CNBC, which is actually CNBC is one of my favorite networks. I love watching Shark Tank. I love watching the the various documentaries they have. I love the show where they have Undercover Boss. That's on that's on CNBC. American Greed is on CNBC. I think, is, there, is there any show that's more, is there any name for a show that, that more personifies the, the experience in America than American Greed? Where they talk about CEOs and people that embezzle money, steal money, steal from, steal from the poor and give to the rich, reverse Robin Hoods. I call myself the wolf of Wall Street. We're talking about literal wolves of Wall Street that 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 are featured on on American Greed. It it never works. Rather you're as rich as Leona Helmsley, or rather you just have some type of of chop shop stock options type of situation that you have. It it never works. One thing that that everyone has to learn if you have your own business. And especially if you're fleecing people and you're you're doing stuff, you're getting you're getting hit up by the the SEC. And like I said, I don't mean Alabama and Georgia. I mean the Securities and Exchange Commission. Make sure that you pay your taxes, man. If you, none of us want to pay our taxes. None of us. If we're making a lot of money, if you're in that top one two percent, you don't want to write a check to Uncle Sam for for hundred grand or two hundred grand or five hundred grand, depending on whatever money you're making. Nobody wants to do that. I sure as all hell don't want to do it. But you know what I don't want to end up as? I don't want to be in jail like Leonardo DiCaprio in Wolf of Wall Street. I don't want to be playing tennis at Country Club Jail. Even though it's Country Club Jail, it's still jail. And I don't want to be, and I'm black. So I'm probably not going to, to the same jail that, that Leonardo DiCaprio went to in Wolf of Wall Street. I'm probably going to the, the, the character was Jordan Belford. He was playing. 
I'm probably going to like medium security jail, which means I'm in there with people that whack somebody. Or or pulled out the or pulled out the blammer on somebody. They did something that that's not that's not as good. They might have done some maximum security time, but now I'm in jail next to somebody to kill somebody. I don't I don't want that. Pay your taxes. If the feds can't take it down because they can't get a wiretap on you like Lester Freeman in the TV show The Wire, they will Rico that tail if you're not paying your taxes. So so pay your taxes. But back to the article on, on CNBC, everybody's up in a tizzy over, over, over Bitcoin. This is from a few days ago. Bitcoin bounced around on Sunday but re- remained below 50000 with volatility continuing last weekend of wild trading that sent the cryptocurrency tumbling more than 70% in just 24 hours. Now, I actually have money in Bitcoin. I don't have an asinine and extreme amount of money in Bitcoin, but I, I invest in Bitcoin. I don't have any Dogecoin, uh, just Bitcoin. My, my portfolio is relatively diverse. I have a little bit of blue chip stock. I have some Google. I have some Apple. I have some Bitcoin, but I have some penny stocks. I invest a lot of money in Paragon 7 Studios. I trust the investment in myself. I trust my personal grind. I think that I'm going to bring a bigger return and a higher ROI than Bitcoin. But you have to have diversity in your portfolio. I say that to all of my consulting clients. If 85, 90% of your business is in one specific field, that's too much. Even if you're core competent there, if 80, 90% of your business is one client, that's, that's too much. You never know what could happen to that client. They could, get, they could get sold. They could get new leadership. There could be federal regulations that change, especially in healthcare, especially with CMS, especially with uh, provider groups. You don't want that. I think your best client should be at most 60%. And you need to try to dabble in other things. And dabble with other clients. So that you have some level of of diversity in your portfolio. My my point is with this this PSA is you're 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 not a financial expert. The market goes up, the market goes down. I don't have to be Warren Buffett. I don't have to be Jordan Belfort. I don't have to be that, that guy with the wacky noises on the CNBC show, the, the Dow genius. I don't have to be any of those people. There are two strategies. You could be a person who tries to buy low and sell high. You could be, you know, the, the pump and dump guy. You, you come in. You get a stock at 18, it shoots up to 22, you sell it immediately, you pocket your $4 per stock. Maybe it goes up to 30, and you could have made more money. Maybe it goes back down, and, and, you, and, and, and you get out just in time. Or you're the person that just stays. I've stayed with Bitcoin. I was with Bitcoin when it was, when it was in the, in the, in the 60,000-plus range. Now it's down to 48,000. I lost a little bit of money, but I'm not panicking. I don't, I don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars in Bitcoin. I'm not watching the price every day because my investment in Bitcoin is a long-term investment. I feel that over the course of three or four years, it's going to be worth more than it was when I bought it. It's worth less today than it was two weeks ago. I actually bought a little bit more Bitcoin because it's so low. I feel like it will go up. And those are the two strategies. (laughs) But everybody... You can't, you can't make, you're, you're not a financial genius. You can't make a quick buck in society. 
once every 20 years you have like the GameStop situation where you could go in there and you could work the system and, and, and there are people that almost in an insider trading illegal type of fashion are pumping up the value of a stock. You buy a stock at 10 bucks, it goes up to 200 bucks. Or if you're lucky, you're hanging out with Steve Wozniak and you get in on Apple earlier, you're hanging out, you get in on Google earlier, you get in on Amazon early or one of these, these companies, but that's not likely to happen to you. You're not important enough for that to happen to stick to a slow and steady wins the race in your portfolio. I'm not Dave Ramsey in this. I'm not telling you to put certain money in envelopes. And then if you save more money, then, then you spend and you do that for 30 years, it'll be a better financial situation. But all this Forex stuff, you Forex people to a DME, you want to tell me some of you people didn't even go to didn't even go to didn't even finish high school. I know some of you. I went to college with some of you, you guys were, were 2.3 students. I actually know some of you got like a 506 FICO score. You're trying to give me tips on how to invest in Forex. It's the same people that were trying to get me into five links that were trying to get me into Quickstar. It's the same people whose parents sold Omaha steaks. And Amway and and, and we're trying to get the trying to get the pink Cadillac for, for selling cosmetics. There are no get rich there, there are no get rich quick schemes in this country that don't take you to jail. So your pyramid schemes, your Ponzi schemes, and and adjacent schematics, you guys can miss me with that. Smart people, they put their money in places. They let it sit there. They let it sit there for five years. They let it sit there for 10 years. They understand the concept of compound interest. They leverage compound interest. And ultimately, they make returns over the course of time. You're not going to make a whole lot of money in three months. You're not, you're not going to be a multimillionaire off a $20,000 investment in three months. That's just not how, how life works. It's not how the economy works. This isn't, this isn't the Sims where you can turn, where you can get uh, unlimited money. That's not how, that's not how the world works. Lance Day Show. You look healthy. For a man who was gut shot, you reached out to a third party who engaged me in the purpose of holding your towers. That third person's word was your word as he represented you. That's right. And I ran those East Baltimore gentlemen off. I held up my end of the agreement, at least for as long as I was physically able. You did. Your man then set up a meet at Butchie's Bar. Your man told Omar Little that I was responsible for the torture of a young boy who was close to Mr. Little's heart. Your man, in effect, sought to have me hit. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios is now a full-service consulting firm specializing in healthcare leadership. We are now helping our portfolio of clients with their strategic focus towards risk adjustment, star ratings, value-based contracting, and social determinants of health programs. Our burgeoning media empire reaches a diverse audience of 100,000 listeners weekly, putting us in a rare position to service architects, both on the strategic and promotional side of the healthcare continuum. Build your brand with Paragon 7 Studios. Black women are fierce, brilliant, courageous, dope. Black women are making a difference, making history, and changing the world. 
think about all of the black women who have showed up to fight for justice. We are starting to finally accept all of the skills and talents a woman can bring to the table. Urban One, thank you. This one is so special. Yo, this your boy Rampage. Shout out my boy DJ Cam. Free Agent Radio, it's official. Land to land, state to state, sea to sea. It's going down like this. Paragon 7 Studios. You are listening to the Blanche J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studios. Studios. Crushing President Biden pretty much every day. Rather, it's his voice when having a cold, his appearance of being frail, what they perceive is to be a, a lack of strategy against Russia and China. And then there's this. I'm not saying that I agree with it. Like I said, I report the news, I don't manufacture the news. But I'm reading from the New York Post Biden has no answers to the nation's problems except for empty promises. It says, name the crisis, and President Joe Biden and his team have no clue how to handle it except to claim his stalled Build Back Better spending plans will somehow fix it. As his no-enforcement policies have illegal immigration hitting new highs, Team Biden's only solution is to hide the consequences by flying plane loads of underage migrants into places like suburban New York in the dead of the night, severely straining already overtaxed local resources. If this is this nation stuck with three more years of this fecklessness. One thing about the New York Post is that when they when they get into you, they they really get into you. Going further, it should have been easy for the new president to bring the country back from its pandemic low. The Trump administration purchased enough vaccine doses to fully vaccinate at least a large percentage of the 190 million people who have received two shots as president. But Team Biden added no urgency, but thought that a new variant might extend the pandemic apparently never crossed their minds. That's actually a legitimate gripe from the New York Post. They go on to talk about socialism and, and all that stuff, but I actually want to focus on the concept of, of vaccinations. Now, now, Joe Biden, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in love with President Biden. I'm not like I said, Trump's Trump's people would take bullet for Trump. Like Trump doesn't even need Secret Service. You got Bubba and Cletus and Cody. They would gladly step in front of a of a bullet and protect President Trump at all costs. It could be for policy reasons. But from what I've observed, that many times it's always uh it's 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 often, I don't want to say always, but often. Because Trump hates the same people that they hate. 
that's just my opinion. That's 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 not a fact. Don't 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 at me. But I think that that President Trump did a fantastic job of of stoking the flames of hate. And I don't know if people like him as much as they love the fact that he hates what what they perceive to be enemies. In some cases, those enemies are African Americans. In some cases, those enemies are Black Lives Matter activists. In some cases, those enemies are the LGBTQ community. In some cases, those enemies are the Latinx community. And in, and in many cases, because I'm not saying that all Trump supporters are racist, because I don't, I don't believe that, and that's not true. In many cases, this is hate liberals. So whatever the liberal agenda is, and I don't really like the liberal agenda either. A lot of people that hate the concept of communism. A lot of people that hate the concept that Medicare should be for everybody and everyone should have a living wage. I don't agree with that. I think, I think that everyone in the United States should have health care and a living wage. I don't think anyone is working 50 hours a week should be living off of like 20K a year. That's, that's just not realistic. I mean, in America, we could do better. I make good money. I'm happy to pay more taxes for that. And I'm not a liberal. I have a lot of conservative principles. It's just very difficult for me to be in the same boat as the evangelicals who detest me. And many of them think that I'm going to a different heaven than them because they don't want to be in heaven adjacent to people that look like me. And I'll just leave it at that so I don't lose my sponsors. But one thing that President Biden, I don't think that he's responsible for, I'm not blaming the COVID stuff on him, man. That's, that's, that's not on him. The, the situation that we have with COVID in the United States, more of a referendum on our global culture. It's not about President Biden. It's not about, it's, it, it, I don't even think it's about President Trump. We're a selfish culture. We would rather risk life and limb than not be able to go to a football game or a basketball game or to barbecue or to a club or to have a beer with a friend at a bar or to a nail salon or to a hair salon. People continue to not want to get vaccinated. So you don't want to get vaccinated. You don't want to wear a mask. You don't want to social distance. You don't want to do anything that science has said may in fact mitigate the virus. Now we understand vaccinations don't guarantee 100% that you're not going to get COVID. Wearing a seatbelt doesn't guarantee 100% that if you get a car accident, you're going to walk away from it. But smart, intelligent people that run the numbers and understand the data, they've said, hey, if you're vaccinated, you're going to have better odds. If you social distance, you're going to have better odds. I'm not really as high on the mask, but if you wear a mask in, in large public places, preferably an N95, those little cloth masks that they sell at, at the Ralph Lauren outlet, those are worthless. That's not keeping you from getting anything. But instead of trying to follow those things, we said, oh, we can't wear masks because that's tyranny. We can't get vaccinated because that's the mark of the beast. In Revelation 13, it talks about the, the woman on the seven-headed beast. She actually has the Moderna vaccine with her. That's Mystic Babylon. Mother of all harlots is the vaccine. That's what people believe. That's what people want to put out there. Then in our community, the African-American community, the, the vaccine is the Tuskegee experiment. And I, don't, I don't blame 
African Americans for thinking it. That's actually why I do the health cast. That's why I talk about health so much. I was watching Charlemagne's show on Comedy Central, and I, you know I don't really talk about Charlemagne and, and Joe Button, and and uh, I mean I love Gilly, I love Fat Joe, but guys that are in this industry, I, I'm not gonna tear brothers down, man. That's not what I'm about. I'm not like the new kid on the block that's saying, hey, I'm coming for for that arse. I'm going to be top top dog. I'm, I don't believe in that. Everybody, there's enough lane for everybody to be successful. But Charla, Charlamagne said that every black person in the country has, quote, meta don't care as opposed to Medicare. I don't think that that's funny at all. And that's not true. And if you don't have good benefits, there are many programs that are out there. You can DM me directly at LanceJ1 at gmail.com, that's my email, at Paragon 7 Studios on Instagram. And I'll tell you, tell me what state you're from, I'll tell you where to find benefits. I know all the Blue Cross people, I know all the Cigna people, I know the United people. There are fantastic benefits if you're, if you're able and have an advocate to find them. I don't expect people that are in downtrodden communities to know that, hey, there are programs that will pay for your insulin if you have diabetes or programs that play for your your blood pressure meds even if you have something serious like even more serious like multiple sclerosis or parkinson's there are many programs where you can work with quote big pharma who you perceive to be your enemy where they actually give people life-saving drugs free you got to get off your butt and find them though and people like me are here to be advocates. That's why I do this. That's why I do the community service that I do to be an advocate. Everybody doesn't know that. But, but someone like Charlemagne saying that, hey, the system sucks, the system sucks. It's, it's anti-black people. There's truth to that, but what's the solution? We need solutions. We don't need to regurgitate the fact that it's, a, it's an unfair system and deck is stacked against us. We already know that. That's been going on for 400 years in America. We made strides in healthcare. A lot of opportunities to to participate in various programs that are life extending and life saving. But when it comes to this COVID stuff, I don't think you can rip President Biden for Omicron, for the lives lost, for potential issues that we're going to have downstream with this. I don't think that's President Biden's fault. People out there listening didn't want to get vaccinated. They didn't want to wear masks. They didn't want to social distance. Then if you bring it up, have the audacity to tell you that you're a fascist. So basically, because I don't want to live in a world where COVID is ravaging, continuing to kill people that I love, which it has, continuing to destroy the economy, continuing to destroy families internally, even those that don't have COVID, people that are that are messed up from depression and isolation, and all of that stuff. And people don't want to get people don't people don't want to do anything. So the New York Post in this case, what what are, what is the what's the community doing to make this situation better? What what are you doing listening out on the radio while you're driving around the Beltway in DC or listening to this in in in, in Cashville? or you're one of the internet affiliates around the world, what are you doing to make the situation better? Because if you don't want, if you don't want to take any precautions against COVID, how can you be angry at President Biden or your local congressperson or alderman or whoever's in charge, Trump gets elected again? How are they at fault if people have done, I think I'm not a Trump fan. I think Trump absolutely foobarred 
the COVID situation and not because of bad leadership per se. I mean, I think that he's a reprehensible leader and an even worse human being, but it's all the lies. What I dislike with Trump is he lied. I don't like Fauci because he lied. These people lied. I feel that Dr. Gupta on CNN lied. I think that the best thing to say is, hey, we don't know what's going on. We've never seen anything like this in America since the Spanish flu pandemic of, of, of 1919. We don't know. We're telling everyone, be vigilant, drink water, exercise, eat healthy. Don't stay indoors. Go outside at spring. Go outside, get some fresh air because your body is going to need to be in the best shape possible to fight this mother bleeper. That's the smart thing to do. Instead, they lied. They made it political. Well, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a plot of the left to take Trump down. You know, all these people think that a million people die to take Trump down. People hate Trump that much. They'd rather die than see him get reelected. That's the type of chicanery and the whole politicizing that's making it a red versus blue state issue. I still see that nonsense now. People saying that, oh, well, you know, more people are dying in, in, in red states. That's so stupid. You do realize they're Democrats, even in red states, even the reddest of states that are 60% Republican, they're still 40% Democrats. So you're telling me if I'm a Democrat, I live in Alabama, I live in Georgia, I live in Louisiana, I live in Florida, I live in Texas, I live in one of those places. You're saying that my life means less? I'm just a statistic because it's a, it's a red state and it's a red state problem? That's, that's ridiculous. The red states did the same when this thing hit New York City and L.A. and the big cities. Of course, it hit New York City first. They have, they're one of the biggest port cities in the world. It's going to take time for it to get to Omaha, Nebraska. And to Lubbock, Texas. So politicizing this has, in my opinion, has caused a lot of this nonsense. But most importantly, it's just people, people don't want to take the precautions. And I've been saying this on the show over and over again. I'm not going to shame people that don't want to get vaccinated. I tell everyone, do your due diligence, talk to your doctor. But if you, if you refuse to do anything that, that will potentially help you to fight this virus, I don't see how you can be angry at the president or angry at anyone if we continue to have problems with the virus and we continue to have constant fallout from that. Just common sense to me. Paragon 7 Studios. Paragon 7, Seven Studios. Studios. James Lewis. Shout out to all them guys. Man, Rashid Wallace, you know, you know, Katino Mobley, you know, um, Sean Red Smith, Terrell Stokes, you know, all of those guys. A lot of them are um, Philadelphia legends when it comes mm-hmm. to the basketball. Right. right. You no, know, but I drop real numbers on them. <laughs> <laughs> so what would that make me? <laughs> Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Are you jamming people up? Are you crossing people up? All of that. Are you? Is all of the above? Yeah, I was. I was. Um, Similar to Iverson. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. As a former quality executive who has literally retrieved and coded millions of charts, I've worked with our new partners over at Episource for many years and am proud to now serve as a brand ambassador and part of their product development team. Episource is a global industry leader in chart retrieval, coding, quality analytics, 
and in-home assessments. For information on Episource, go to www.episource.com and fill out one of their contact forms to request a demonstration. Black women are fierce, brilliant, courageous, dope. Black women are making a difference, making history, and changing the world. I think about all of the Black women who have showed up to fight for justice. We are starting to finally accept all the skills and talents a woman can bring to the table. Urban One, thank you. This one is so special. 